0: Are you are you gonna be needy? Or do you wanna cuddle? Do you or do you wanna run away? Like what are you doing? What are you doing? Can you chill? Can you stop freaking the fuck out? Huh? You have stories.
1: You have I, stories. I do. I have stories for days. <laughs> One of the things I'm wanting to do now, because I am starting to get back more into education, Mm -hmm. um, since the organization I'm working for is kind of revamping education, they want some more custom classes and whatnot. Gotcha. And one I've wanted to do for a long time, I got really inspired when I went to my first uh, squirting class, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a fantastic class that, you know, had a PowerPoint, taught all the anatomical side and then had a live demonstration at the end Mm -hmm. uh with someone uh getting fingered until they squirted and it was incredible
0: i cannot imagine (laughs) having that sort of reliability to feel like oh yeah i can make this happen in front of a class Yeah. What?
1: (laughs) Yep. There's been two classes like that in particular. I was amazed by that, that someone was able to do that, because that just seems like so much pressure.
0: It's so much pressure, and, like, also, like, I don't know that I'm always that hydrated.
1: Right? (laughs) (laughs) Like. Stage fright's real.
0: Yeah. Like, bodies are weird. Um, Sir, can you not rub up against the microphone? That would be great. (laughs) Thank you. Cats love to be part of podcasts.
1: Yes. Um, So I was inspired by that, and then I also went to a class at Thunder in the Mountains on orgasm control and torture that was a hands-on class. And so the teacher brought two of her subs, uh, both of them cis men, um, and then proceeded to educate for an hour and a half about orgasm control, orgasm torture, uh, ways to edge people and whatnot, while her two subs were jerking off behind her, like in front of the whole class. And because it was participatory, she brought a bunch of puppy pads. And if you wanted to, you and your partners or you by yourself could do it as well. So it's a bunch of people sitting around in a hotel conference room, masturbating themselves or like the person next to them, but not letting anyone come like pulling away before they're about to get oh, a little too moany.
0: Goodness. Okay. I have questions. Mm-hmm. Did the, I mean, you might not know because you were not the one teaching the class, Mm -hmm. but I wonder if the hotel knew that it was hands-on, because I don't know what the legality issues of people masturbating in a quote-unquote public space, because I don't know if that counts as a public space, because I know that, like, kink conferences and stuff happen all the time, but I've never really looked Mm -hmm. into the legality of, um, hands-on things. I don't...
1: I think it uh, definitely varies state to state. Oh, yeah, Uh, but the legality of this one—I know it was kosher. They probably didn't check with the hotel in regards to that, but we were there for a BDSM conference, so Mm -hmm. that there was play at. Um, So I'm assuming the hotel knew what was going on to a certain degree,
0: and they were just like, "Just nobody go into that room who has not explicitly (laughs) signed up." Well, we got a. Sir.
1: We were I'm quarantined worried. to one side of the hotel that had yeah. all the conference rooms. Luckily, okay. so as long as you had your pass, you could go to whatever classes you wanted to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun class-wise, but I was very much inspired by both of those classes, and I'd like to do something similar with prostate orgasms mm-hmm. and teaching people like how to find it, like give an actual class. Uh, maybe have a hands-on session afterwards or towards the very end. I don't know if I want to structure it that way, but either way, I'm very inspired and I don't ever, I've never in all my years of going to sex and kink classes, I've never once seen one focus on prostates.
0: Yeah. I'm imagining it probably has something to do with like how unpredictable it can be. Mm -hmm. Cause like it does take so much exploration um, like, to find exactly, like, where yours is, and, like, people a lot of the time in person are so, uh, reserved on so much shit. Yes. Um, but, like, I mean, it's, but there are squirting classes. Like, there's quite a few squirting classes, mm-hmm. though, and, like, that's the same thing. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of, I think, potential there to fill a void that hasn't been, filled at all. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a, it's a gap in, gap in knowledge that is requiring rectification.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, we want to talk about an orgasm gap. Let's talk about prostate orgasms and what a long, wide gap that is.
0: <laughs> we will add that on the list of more ag- orgasms that should be happening.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Should you, should you desire it? But yeah. a lot more people de- desire it than, uh, wider society gives credit for. So.
1: I, yeah, it's, uh, I think a lot more prostate habbers are researching it and are kind of quiet about it for the most part, but there's people out there like myself kind of making some noise about it like, hey, mm-hmm. this is, uh, the promised land. <laughs> the
0: promised <laughs> just gonna be like, this is Chris, the prostate person.
1: Uh-huh. Prostate gonna, pirate. The,
0: pros- the prostate prophet is what I was going to say. <laughs> 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 the prophet of prostate.
1: Prostatalitizing.
0: Prostatalitizing.
1: (laughs) Sorry, I grew up religious. (laughs) Very evangelical. I show up to your door with tracks.
0: Prostatalitizing. (laughs) Oh my god. That word was hard enough to say without it having the word prostate in it.
1: (laughs) Uh, That has always been one of the ones that's fucked with me. Proselytizing. Prostatalitizing. Yeah.
0: i'm surprised i got it out it's it's a hard one Mm -hmm. it's a hard one um but when you prosthetalize some other things are gonna be hard (laughs) hey denver do you like weird dark and macabre stuff you should check out the learned lemur on Colfax. The Learned Lemur is Colorado's oldest and most authentic oddity shop dealing exclusively in odd, unusual, and macabre antiques for over 15 years. Their small team of lifelong collectors has a knowledge base second to none. They offer true antiques, affordable authentic skulls, unique taxidermy, and so much more. They have spent years building relationships around the world to provide you with sustainable, ethically sourced skulls and taxidermy. They also host a monthly sideshow, the Conspiracy Circus, in their secret venue. The cast changes every month and features circus and sideshow performers from our own backyard as well as across the country. The team at the Learned Lemur is dedicated to keeping traditions of sideshow, the macabre, and the overall weird as alive as it can be. Head to the Learned Lemur, located in the heart of Denver, Colorado, at 2220 East Colfax Ave, or check them out at learnedlemur.com. Stay weird, Denver.